fan Check it, check it Before the record, we break it down Business podcast, we run this town Entrepreneurs too, investors, we in Thank you for joining us on another episode of For The Record. We got a great show lined up for you today. Today, we're talking about health insurance. And we have our good friends, who's also our health insurance agents on the show today, to share some valuable information. And also, I'm going to share something that I've never shared before publicly is very, very private, but I'm going to share it today on the podcast. So make sure you watch until the end. So join us in this conversation that we had with Matt and Jared. Thank you, Jared and Matt, for being a guest here on For the Record. Yes. Dwayne and I are ecstatic that you are finally here. Yep. Um, yeah. We know that there's a ton of information you're going to give the viewers about health insurance. And you're also going to be sharing some personal information on how you've helped us out in the healthcare world. So my first question would be, um, can you discuss some prevalent issues with the healthcare um, system, you know, such as people being denied claims or even getting healthcare coverage? Because I know when I first spoke to you in 2019, I, I, I knew nothing. So yeah. what would you tell somebody that's looking for health insurance the first time? Yeah, that's a great question, Hope. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, first of all, thanks so much for having us on. Matt and I are really excited. Uh, as well. Yeah. The first thing I would tell them is I would tell them to find somebody like Matt or I, um, who actually knows what they're talking about and, and focuses on it all day long. The, the healthcare space in general, uh, I think a lot of times whenever we think about healthcare, we think about doctors, we think about nurses, we think about the people that are actually practicing. And, and those people are way smarter than me. They're way smarter than Matt. And they're, they're, they're professionals in that specific thing. Like nobody wants me doing any type of surgery. On <laughs> But insurance, honestly, is is really similar because it's so niche and it really is so confusing. There's a thousand different lingos and a thousand different terms. And health insurance specifically is way different than even like home insurance, car insurance, all those mm -hmm. kinds of things. And I found that out really early on because after I graduated from college, took on all my bills and stuff, and I'm, I'm really starting to learn health insurance, I then about six months later needed to go buy some car insurance. And the first time I did that, I was like, oh, well, this hopefully, I mean, this should make all the sense in the world because I've been doing this for the last six months. And it's not even close to the same stuff. They don't even use the same terms. So I think, honestly, that's like one of the biggest hurdles. Whenever I'm talking to people, whenever Matt's talking to people, one of the biggest hurdles is just lingo. And uh, you get a phone call from somebody in the billing office at a doctor's office, and they're telling you that you need pre-authorization and you need all these different things. And you don't have, I mean, you're just a consumer, right? Like you're just, you're just a hardworking American trying to provide for your family. Like that's it. You don't know what pre-authorization means. That's what Blue Cross is supposed to figure out. That's yeah. what Cigna is supposed to figure out. Right. And so it's like, I, I don't know what any of that means. And so that's like the biggest hurdle in my mind is guys like me and Matt, like we, for the last six years, all I've done is basically specialize in trying to figure out all of this verbiage, all this other talk, all these other things. How can I take all this stuff that sounds really complicated and, and try to make it as simple as possible mm -hmm. so that your average standard American uh, can actually understand the thing that they're looking at? Mm -hmm. uh, that's the biggest hurdle I think of, man. I don't know if you would add anything, but it's like, man, all the info you get is, first of all, it's so much and it just throws up on you and it's really confusing. No, I, w I don't, wouldn't necessarily add anything. I think the biggest thing is putting it in the layman's terms and just being able to take something that's really complicated because these carriers specifically create language to make people 
do certain things. And that's mm-hmm. where getting to work alongside uh, a broker or an agent that can truly just look at what's in your best interest, take into consideration your doctors, your hospitals, what you're doing, what you need treatment for, your prescriptions, and all of those things play a factor into what plans make the most sense. And so the biggest thing for me, and this actually goes back to how Jared and I met. I met Jared by becoming a client of his. My wife needed health insurance and it was really expensive to be on my group plan at the time. Mm -hmm. So uh, through some mutual connections, I got connected to Jared and we got my, my wife on a plan and basically I put the trust in, in him because he was the expert of that specific segment of the market. And so I said, Jared, you, you, you direct us in in the area that we need to go. And I know it's not always that way for, for individuals, especially if you're meeting them for the first time or a cold call or someone that you, you fill out a form online and you get connected to Jared. Um, that's where building relationships and empathy and understanding where people are coming from is really important. Uh, Thank you for that, because that's exactly how we met. You were able to break down what health insurance was for me to understand um, when I met you in 2019 for an organization I was working with. And so there is a difference from personal health care and business. But you were able to break down. Both of you were able to break it down in layman's terms where I could understand it and then share it with my um, my colleagues and eventually we brought it to ourselves as well. So, well, well, I have a question. You did say the difference is the lingo. One yeah, thing, yeah. That, one thing that um, I'm still confused about is the difference in HMO and PPO. You know, like you sure. said, car insurance is different, but you have different link, language. Um, yeah. Language. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like the crazy thing is, is so the HMO and the PPO that that doesn't even have anything to do with your actual carrier or anything like that. Like that has specifically to do with. Uh, your network that your carrier even operates on. Uh, So that's what's really confusing. So think of it as like, you know, uh, all these commercials that you see for Cricket, you know, Cricket Mobile or whatever, that's a cell phone, but they're using Verizon's network. Uh, Verizon might be the carrier for Verizon's network. Sure, that could happen. So Blue Cross and Blue Shield could be the carrier for Blue Cross and Blue Shield's network. Uh, Also, though, somebody like Cricket, think of some other insurance company, they can rent out Blue Cross and Blue Shield's network, and there's a whole laundry list of networks. The same Blue Cross and Blue Shield, uh, Preferred Care Blue, which is a PPO network, is not the same as a Blue Select Plus, which is an EPO network. That's the kind of stuff that what I'm saying is, when I'm explaining that to somebody, they're like, dude, what are you saying to me? I don't even know what you're saying to me. You know, like, just just, just tell me what to buy. I don't even know what that means. Right. right. And uh, you can get so far into the weeds in that stuff. Yeah. You can just say, hey, let me explain it as simple as possible. A PPO means that you can basically choose wherever you want to go, no matter what. An HMO means that you're going to be told where you can and cannot go based off of the doctors that are in your surrounding areas. That's about as simple as you can break it down to. And when you say it like that, that sounds a lot different than all the other stuff that I just said for the last five minutes. Right. But you call into an insurance carrier to get an answer. That's what they're going to tell you. Mm-hmm. They're going to tell you all that different stuff. And you're like, I don't even know what that means. Just tell right. me, go to the doctor or not. Is <laughs> exactly. You know, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's a super common confusion point there, Dwayne. Yeah, that's where I'm, I was asked that. I went to the doctor and they asked, I guess she asked what, when I was on the phone. And they asked what plan. I, I didn't know. Yeah. So yeah. I, don't, right. I, don't, I don't know. So is there... Um, <laughs> 
rules and requirements for someone to be on a PPO versus a HMO? Is that based on the, um, the, the Blue Cross Blue Shield, the Cigna? Do they make that determination? Or is that up to the consumer? Great question, Hope. Yeah, a lot of that stuff is up to the consumer. And uh, a lot of it changes depending on what's going on in your life, like currently with health and all those kinds of things. So like perfect example, like Matt was talking about, whenever he and I got connected, he needed insurance for his wife. Okay, at the time, the best plan that they needed was a PPO plan. Well, now actually the best plan that they need because their their needs have transitioned, that they use healthcare differently than they used to whenever he and I first met, they've now transitioned to an EPO plan, so a different network. So it has maybe richer benefits, less restrictions on the actual care that he can get, but it does have more specific doctors that he needs to see. So uh, yeah, the consumer makes that decision and the decision changes a lot based on how they're using healthcare. Matt, I don't know if you would add anything to that, but... Well, and it's it's carrier specific um, based on what your like Jared said what your needs are. So there there are options. You know, we won't get into the details of the different types of insurance that are out there, but there are different options on the individual and group side that are going to have these different networks, which just come down to the needs of the person. Like Jared said, a PPO. Uh, plan may have uh, certain limitations in one area, but you know maybe a higher deductible, a higher max out of pocket. Mm-hmm. And the EPO plan is going to have some lower, um, you know, deductibles and out of pocket maximums. But my my network is going to be limited to my zip code and surrounding zip codes, uh, yeah, okay. which in the certain scenario works best for the for the right type of person. Mm. So. Another good question to ask, because you all are laying it out. We know that our viewers are very interested in health insurance because mm-hmm. you've helped so many people that I know as well. Yeah. So the next question people want to know, because I asked you guys a couple of years ago, are we still being penalized for not having health insurance? Oh. Is that still? That's still a thing. That's a great question. It depends on what state you live in. Uh, in California, yeah, there's still an active penalty. You have to be able to prove that you have health insurance whenever you file your taxes and it has to fit a specific mold. And in a lot of the federal exchange states, like states that maybe aren't on the coast, so more of the Midwest and in the center of the country, technically the, the federal mandate for not having insurance is still there's still a fine. It's just that they've lowered that fine to zero percent of your income. So in theory, there's oh, no. Okay. Okay. But the fine still exists federally, and that's why some states have mandated and some haven't, like California. So yeah, every everybody in California when they file their taxes, they have to prove that they have insurance. And if you don't, yeah, you pay a fine, uh, mm. which is insane. Um, yeah. But uh, mm. yeah, you uh, you pay a fine if you don't have insurance, and and it has to be a specific insurance plan that mm-hmm. actually meets these specific qualifications. And so. Oh. Uh, yeah, so there's there's some types of health insurance plans that you can buy uh, that, yeah, you're paying for insurance every single month and it doesn't even get you out of that penalty. So uh, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. It's very crazy. Um, you guys want to make sure you reach out to Jared and Matt yes. so you know exactly what plan you need. Trust me. Exactly. And, and I just want to speak to the knowledge because I've seen your superpowers go into action. In 2021, I was had to go to the doctor, right? We had health insurance already. So I went to, um, I was having this pain in my my side and it would not go away for probably a month. So I went to the emergency room and they did the test and they um, did CAT scan and put me on this little 
thing in the hallway and the doctor came out. Now, mind you that I've been going to the doctors probably every year for physicals, mm -hmm. checkups. Everything's fine. Yeah. 2021, after the CAT scan, the doctor came out and said I had colon cancer. I was shocked, right? Yeah. Um, and you know what goes along with that. A lot of um, uh, doctor's appointments, um, tests, operations, and all of those things. And yeah. I can specifically remember one time I had to have a PET scan. We drove to Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. Have, right? And it was 5 o'clock our time. And I had to... No, we got a, a text. To we had to get a pre-authorization. Never heard of that term until yeah. that day. Yeah. And it was 5 p.m. And the, the test was the next day, the next morning at 8 a.m., which I had to report, I believe, at 6.30. And I freaked out because, you know, with some di with a diagnosis like that, yeah. you don't want to be hit with, you know, all, you know, just yeah. un unexpected any, um, any rebuttal. You don't yeah, want it. You, you don't, you don't want anything. You just want to go. But what I'm, I'm saying all that to say that that was the time that I saw Jared and Matt use those superpowers in insurance. Um, could you tell tell us about that time? Because it was like after I thought you guys were closed. Yeah. But I, I, I think Hope we called. You, yeah. And you responded immediately. I'm mm -hmm. not even going to get emotional, but you responded immediately yes. after hours and went to work. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, it's funny cause now me, Matt and hope just have a group message cause that's what's easiest, <laughs> but you used to text me stuff and then I'd send it right to Matt. Now it's just easy. I just put it in a group message. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I do, I do remember that. Um, I remember that entire time period, you know, uh, I haven't been selling insurance for forever, but long enough to where I've had, uh, clients that have had really hard things and, uh, mm -hmm. clients that have passed away and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, anytime, that you get a diagnosis like that as somebody who uh, is like trying to provide a service, it's, it's really hard. And then uh, you hope uh, that insurance is the easiest part of the situation, right? It's really frustrating when it's the part that's causing the issues, right? Mm -hmm. That's what gets really frustrating because it's like the hard thing should be the procedures. The hard thing should be the chemo, the hard thing. And when insurance doesn't work, that's what gets really frustrating. But yes, I remember that exact thing. I reached out to Matt and then uh, Matt got to work. And so Matt can talk a little bit about what he did and actually to get something. Okay, here's the problem. How do we find the solution? Yeah, at the time, the plan that you guys were on, we had we have a really good relationship with that carrier. And so we were able to, um, you know, Jared and I have luckily have built some relationships with the with these carriers. And, and so we contacted uh, an executive uh, on the, their executive team and, and reached out to her and said, Hey, here's the scenario. Here's what we've got going on. You know, this is a, a, a client of ours that we really care about and that has been uh, with you guys for years. And we um, need basically for you guys to pull some strings to make this happen. Mm -hmm. um, and she did, she was able to, to work with her team internally. We got them the, the information that they needed with the doctors and the, the billing address and um, information on this, you know, CPT codes and uh, codes about the procedure and and all of those things play into, is it gonna be covered? How does it apply towards right. your plan? Um, and, you know, it was just uh, a situation that worked out really well where we were able to to contact some some people that we had relationships with to, you know, at the last I can get some things done. 
Yeah, and that's the, and that's the whole thing about having um, a team that's knowledgeable, like you, you guys are. I mean, there's no way that I would have felt comfortable um, with anybody else. Right. You know, yeah. even up until this point, there's no way that I'm going to let you go anywhere. I don't know. Anywhere. You better not go anywhere. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we keep in touch all the time. Yeah. And yeah. Keep working. Yes. We really appreciate um, all of that. And for, you know, the, the subscribers, our viewers, trust me, mm -hmm. their information is going to be on the screen. You want to reach out to these two gentlemen. They will get you exactly what you need and they care about people. Yep. So stay tuned for that information. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's nice. I, I, I was thinking about some of the things that we had talked about that we want to talk about on this, uh, on this podcast. And, and this is a, this is a sidebar, but I wanted to make sure to say it. And I was joking with Matt about it. Uh, you know, we're thinking through a really hard time that you guys had, and I'm thinking through, what am I going to say about that? And really, honestly, the thing that I did that helped find that, figure out that situation was I just made a really good hire. I just hired Matt. Okay. And, you know, it's, uh, I, I can act like I, I know all these things and did all this stuff. Honestly, uh, Matt did so much of it. Like he handled, you know, I, I might've been the face. I might've been communicating back to you. I might've been maybe providing like some leadership and some oversight. Mm -hmm. I've had some issues here before. Maybe try this, maybe try that. But he's the one in the weeds, you know, doing mm -hmm. it, getting stuff done, calling people and basically saying what he just said. Like a lot of this stuff, anytime there's a pre-authorization, pre-notification, a lot of it's legalese. Nobody knows what's actually going on. Right. You just see somebody on the phone and be like, hey, look at this very clearly. This is very obviously medically necessary. They have insurance. They're paying the premium. What are we doing? What's the question, right? Yeah, right. A lot of this ran through computers and I get it. It's automated. I mean, computers make mistakes all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, man, really what I, the, the best thing that I did was, you know, before any of this stuff ever happened, I hired Matt in 2020 uh, okay. before you guys even knew yeah. that you had issues, right? right? Exactly. You knew me in 2019 and everything was going well. And mm -hmm. uh, the biggest thing is that I made a hire in Matt in 2020 who could, you know, really get stuff taken care of whenever stuff hits the fan. Yeah, I really appreciate that. So I was able to get the, that test that day and go on with the procedures. Um, and today, yeah. cancer-free. Right. Um, and I just, you know, I always wanted to, to, to tell you guys, to thank you so much. Thank you. Face yeah. to face. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. It's it was a huge, huge answer to prayer. Yes. yes. And we have just a couple more questions for the viewers who um, may be dealing with something this challenging. Mm -hmm. um, what would you suggest for them to be their first step? And when they get that diagnosis, they don't have insurance, mm -hmm. so they know their insurance isn't going to um, cover anything. What would you tell that consumer to do? What's the first thing? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. The first thing is, like I said, I, I would, I would reach out to somebody uh, who really knows what they're doing. And then the biggest thing is like, and this sounds weird, uh, but you have to be really honest and vulnerable. Like mm -hmm. Matt and I could only help you guys because I knew exactly what was going on mm -hmm. and what we needed to do to be able to save like the perfect amount of money because there's some things that go towards your deductible, but there's some things that are covered at a copay. And there's mm -hmm. some things that are a generic prescription and some that are a brand prescription, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like it, when people are general and they're in, they're speaking generically and they're trying to shop for insurance and think through, well, it's like, it's really hard. Like if there's a, if there's a really hard thing going on. My mom's a, a cancer survivor. She had breast cancer in 2020. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I, I remember, I vividly remember walking through all of that and, uh, you know, 
like, mom, I need you to tell me what, what's going on. What are we doing? What surgeries do we have? What do we, because then we can help actually crunch numbers and plan for it. Insurance is risk management. That's what it is. If you go get an insurance degree at a school, you're getting a bachelor's degree in risk management. We're managing risk. You're going to risk something on any insurance plan that you go with. Mm -hmm. But how can we manage that risk? And if you're really honest, hey, this is what I'm going through. That was really helpful. Like, hey, we just got diagnosed with colon cancer. I, I need this, 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 and this done. Okay. Well, then if you remember, Hope, we basically planned out all of your guys' exposure for the rest of the year. You did. Yeah. It's like, hey, this much for this, this much for this. And then it helps you guys plan. It helps you think through, okay, what changes do we need to make? All that kind of stuff. So that's the first thing I would say. It's like, yeah, you got to find somebody that you can trust. And then you got to be really honestly, just like blatantly honest with that person. And just say, hey, this is a really bad situation. I'm not going to lie. I just mm -hmm. got diagnosed with this or I just had this. What What do we do? Mm. What about pre-existing conditions? Is, is that hard? now to ensure because that was one of the things when we switched from um i think one plan to another i didn't know if I, I was able to come we were leaving a company that was covering it and now we had to cover it ourselves so how do you do that pre-existing yeah it's a great question uh, matt honestly ran point with a lot of your stuff as you transitioned away from that company matt you want to hit on that yeah so there like like i said that earlier in in our conversation there are different types of individual insurance and depending on we like to describe it as the three buckets of insurance um and bucket one the one that's gonna that most people are gonna be recognized is gonna be obamacare the marketplace the affordable care act um there are pros and cons to each one of the different buckets that we operate in on the individual market um, and the biggest pro when looking at the marketplace or the ACA is that all pre-existing conditions, no matter what, whether it's cancer, Parkinson's, you know, lymphoma, whatever it would be, is going to be covered on your plan from the day that it starts. So yep. from day one, all pre-existing conditions are going to be covered. Okay. There are other options in the other two buckets that we operate in that offer different benefits. So whether that's a PPO network or reduced costs, um, but maybe there are some waiting periods when it comes to pre-existing conditions. You may have to wait 12 or 24 months or six months, depending on what type of plan you go on uh, to get those pre-existing conditions that you had uh, to get the, the coverage that you need for those. So and that's where when Jared was talking about having an open and honest conversation um, is really important because we can't help consumers that don't tell us the truth. So yeah. if someone's not truthful with us and we get them on a plan and then something happens because, you know, in the end, they, they didn't explain everything to us about what was going on with their situation. Right. Maybe it was because they were uncomfortable or whatever that looks like. Um, that causes issues. And so the biggest thing that Jared talked about is honesty in uh, openness, because it's really important to, if you need specific care, you have to be honest about the things that you're receiving. Exactly. Yep. So transparency is key. And I mean, I don't see where anyone would try to hide anything or, you know, of course you may be embarrassed about some things, but right. if you're receiving help, I mean, yes. I'm going to tell you everything you ask me. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. open to yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yep. are there um, any recent changes in healthcare um, that consumers should know about when it comes to what you do? Yeah, I feel like there's uh, 
there's changes all the time. I mean, the funny thing about insurance and health insurance specifically is that it's it's honestly really political uh, in the last, obviously, 15 or 20 years, even more political because of the Affordable Care Act and things like that. So uh, insurance changes, honestly, every time there's somebody new in the office or the house flips or whatever, there's different things that change, you know, different tax laws that impact insurance, all that kind of stuff. So there's, there's different things that change all the time. Uh, the biggest thing that's changing, I would say right now is there's like Matt said, there's three buckets, bucket one, bucket two, and bucket three. Bucket two is called short-term medical. And basically what it is, it's like a, it's, it's supposed to be a transitional insurance plan, right? So I just, uh, had a job over here. I went and took another job, but I can't qualify for benefits until the first 90 days. So what do I do for my family? Stuff like that. That was how short-term medical was built. And that's what it's for. Well, over the last, I don't know, five or six years, it's been expanded to where now you can take the plan for a lot longer, maybe 12 months at a time, 24 months at a time, 36 months at a time. And that was a political decision because Trump mm. was in the office. Obviously, he doesn't like the Affordable Care Act because it was a Democratic thing. So he expanded short-term medical so that less people would buy bucket one and more people would buy bucket two. Okay. Well, now since Biden's been back in the office, obviously it's flipped, right? Mm. And so uh, one of the things that is probably coming to short-term medical is that they're going to uh, shorten the length that you can write the plan for again. Uh, mm-hmm. There's all types of mumbles and, and all types of things out there and carriers are terrified of it. But instead of being able to write a plan for 36 months, you're probably only going to be able to write a plan for three months. And mm-hmm. uh, that's how whenever I started selling insurance is uh, you could buy that for three months, but then that's it. You got to go find something else. And so mm-hmm. that's like a, a change that I would say is coming down the road. That's been announced that, Hey, we're pursuing this change now. It's been a little bit put to the back burner because this is an election year. Right. Um, so depending on who gets elected, that could even then, no, nope, we are going to re-extend it back out to 36 months. Or if Biden gets re-elected, yeah, he's probably going to just do away and, and bring it down to three months total like it was in the past. So I would say that's a that's a change that a lot of people in the industry are kind of slowly watching, like, how is this really going to uh, play out? Right. Yeah. And, and then an- another thing that I think about is um, – we have what's called the federally facilitated marketplace. So that's the the overarching, um, when you think of the Affordable Care Act, when it was originally started, it was for the for all federal states. Well, as time has progressed, individual states have wanted to exercise their right to have control over their individual marketplace. Right. So states are deciding instead of having their enrollment platform their quoting platform to actually sign up for health coverage through the federal government, they're doing it on the state level. Yeah. So there are, there are states that have already enacted this over the last five to six years. And then each year more states are doing it. So a good example mm-hmm. is the state of Virginia this last year um, transitioned away from the federal marketplace onto a state-based exchange. And there, there's not, there's not a whole lot of difference in it other than who is controlling the enrollments and who is controlling what's required to the specific plans because uh, the states already do that. They're the ones that determine what's available to you, but now they're controlling from start to finish the entire process. Yeah. The biggest difference is like, who do I call if there's an issue, right? Yeah. Like if there's an issue in Missouri, you call the federal. If, you, there, if there's an issue in Virginia, they don't even know that you have – the federal marketplace doesn't even know that you have a plan. You call yeah. Right. So I would say that's like the the biggest difference in that. But yeah, Matt's right. That's a massive change because when I first started selling insurance five or six years ago, 
you could count how many state-based exchanges there were on a, on one of your hands. Mm-hmm. And we, as an organization, we were just like, Hey, we don't understand that. We don't, we don't know. So we're just not even going to, we're not even gonna try to figure it out. Exactly. Over the last five or six years, now there's 15 to 20 states and they're, they're huge states like Virginia, massive population, California, massive population. Like you have to be able to understand these things because there's so many people in those states that need help. So yeah, Matt's right. That's been a huge change. Mm. Yeah. Well, this is a lot of information. Yes. Um, I'm learning more new stuff today. <laughs> but let's touch on what a lot of people want to know. Money. Yep. How, yep. how do you pick the best plan for your family when it comes to finances? Because you guys have taken us from different tiers to yes. the best uh, budget that we have right now. And it yep. covers this new plan that you gave us in January covers Everything, everything and we spend very minimal yeah. per month so even how- like some one we went was we oh, went yeah it was a dollar you know one dollar for the doctor yeah. visit yeah. Yeah, so, that's good that's good yeah yeah so here's the first thing i'll say on budget uh i think a lot of people think that you're making a decision for the rest of your life mm-hmm. hope think through just in our five years of knowing each other you guys mm-hmm. have been on six or seven different plans right yeah. so it's yeah. like like life changes, your needs change, you move to different states, you, you get a new employer, right? Like all these kinds of things change. Your your income changes, you're making more, you're making less. Like all these things change. And so one thing I tell anybody, every time we're, we're getting somebody added on as a new client, it's like, hey, this is what's best right now. That does not mean that that's gonna be best in three months, six months, eight months, 12 months. All that stuff is fluid, all that stuff changes. Take the pressure off of feeling like I got to make a decision for the rest of my life. This isn't who you're marrying. We can, we can change all this. You know, we can, we can yeah. fix it if, it if it's different. So that's the first thing that I would say. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the, the, honestly, the, the two biggest things that impact like how much your plan is going to be is your yearly taxable income. And so, uh, and if, like if you're a business owner and you have tons of business expenses and things like that, that can make it to where your taxable income is really low and you can qualify for an awesome plan. So that's the first thing is like, what does your taxable income look like and how could we potentially use that to our advantage? Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is, is health. Um, if you have specific health needs going on or something going on right now, or maybe something that, that went on in the past and you don't really have any, you know, you don't treat it anymore. Like, that's completely different as well. So those are the two big things that we're kind of looking at. We're looking at household income and then we're looking at specific health. And so every question, every conversation I always have is, hey, tell me about the conditions that you're managing and the prescriptions that you're taking. Yes. Tell me about hospitalizations, surgeries, diagnoses, all these kinds of things. And if you're like we were saying earlier, if you're really honest with us, then that's where we can really save you money. If we know all the details, right. the important thing is the money. It's nobody wants to spend more than they have to. If you're honest, then we can. If you're not, then I don't have a full picture and I really have no idea where we should put you because I don't really know what you're actively treating. And and a lot of people think the monthly premium, how much I spend each month is what matters. Sure, maybe a little bit. It's all about your total exposure. Taking over 12 months and sure, maybe I pay $100 a month more, but I just saved $10,000 in bills because I I went with a more expensive plan with a lower max out of pocket, right? And so it's just like, that's what's a lot more important to Matt and I as we're thinking through, okay, where do people fit? Where should we put them? It's like, let's take the whole year and exposure in general and let's do the math. Let's lay it out. Okay. That makes a really easy decision to spend this. Sure. It might cost us more each month, but overall we're going to save more money. 
Mm-hmm. Awesome. Exactly. Makes sense. So last question regarding healthcare. Um, when we look at dental and eye and health, do you all assist with dental care and eye vision as well? Absolutely, we do. Yeah. Uh, anything that has to do with health insurance, we can do it. And uh, one thing that I'm really excited about, and I, I told you this, Hope and Dwayne, before the call, but Matt used to be my financial advisor. And so Matt in financial services has more experience than uh, I can even imagine. And so some things that we're getting into this year because of Matt's expertise are different products like term life insurance, whole life insurance, index universal life, annuities, all these other things that I don't even have a clue how they work. And I'm not going to try to act like I know how that works. Matt, Matt was doing that for years and years and years before he came to Apollo. I know health insurance and I can do it really well, but Matt knows all these other things too, like those additional things. Sure, dental, vision, accident, critical illness, all that stuff's important, but even the annuities, the IULs, the whole life and stuff like that. This year, we've already landed cases with clients that have, they've been really, Matt, you can correct me if I'm wrong, they've been really happy with talking through those things with Matt. Good. I'm looking forward to that life insurance too. Yeah. We need some. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we need some. We can absolutely. That's your guy. Yep, that's right. That's man. Okay. So, any any information you want to leave with the viewers that you can tell us about Apollo Inc.? Yeah. uh, Yeah, it's been a it's been a a really fun ride. It's my first job out of college, which was six years ago now. And uh, I was basically the, the first non-family member employee. So when I took the job, there was three other people and uh, almost all of them were related besides one. So uh, <laughs> it was it was definitely a risk, but I'm so glad I got into it. Um, I love being able to build relationships like this. And, you know, there's everybody has clients and clients that are important to them, but sometimes there's just more important relationships. And, and typically it's when stuff goes really wrong and there's, there's hard stuff that goes on. And, and that's been a true joy of doing my job. And, and one thing that I feel like I've tried to build into other people that work here and, and Matt could probably speak to this. I don't do everything perfectly. I, I, I would never say that I do, but one thing that I feel like I do well and I've gotten to use as a strength in this job is build relationships. Like mm-hmm. hope I would say that you probably would say that you and I have a lot deeper relationship than just I'm your insurance guy. Right. Yes. And I can't do that with everybody and neither can you, but you know, I've had handful of clients, 10 or 15 clients that have gone through really hard things. I'll, I'll never, ever, ever forget one of my first clients who obviously I won't say their name, but uh, passed away. And I still talk to his wife all the time and she is amazing and she knows matt and she knows a guy that works here named miles i mean she knows the whole team we know their grandkids i mean just things like that like it's just i think that's really rare and we're building people who care like that at apollo like that's what we're trying to do um and so obviously we're trying to build our careers we're trying to build our book of business but all that stuff, all that other stuff, God's going to take care of all that other stuff. If you do, if you do work the right way, you treat people the right way, all that other stuff will take care of itself. Right. I feel like that's what we're trying to build. And so that's, that's, that's awesome because now that sounds like my grandmother's insurance agent yes. from way back in the day, they were more personable, you know, you, you know, just a client. And just like you said, um, Jared and Matt, you guys are more than just our insurance guys. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know? We love you guys. We love your your family and your growing family. Yes. And um, yes. we love to network. 
and appreciate you guys for reaching out too when I, you know, just hope I'm not bothering. Hey, how you guys doing? Happy face, sunflower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you always respond. No. Yeah, so we, we really appreciate you, Matt and Jared, yes. and we appreciate Apollo Inc. Yep. And we know that you have a family, but thank you for taking the time to to come on to the mm -hmm. show, and we look forward to having you back again. Yeah, we would love that. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, pleasure. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, and um, just say hello to the family and the the, the growing family, and yes. we would really right. appreciate it. So absolutely, thanks guys. Guys, all right. We want to thank you so much for joining us on For the Record. We know the information you just received was a blessing. And we know that a lot of you want to take control of your health. So reach out, like, share, subscribe, comment, and we'll see you next time. Later. Later. This podcast, we run this town. Entrepreneurs too, investors, we in the zone. Sharing knowledge, making moves, we a microphone. For the record, we got the facts. For the record, we run the tracks. We in the business, no time to play. For the record, podcast all day.